everyone, my name is Ziamaro and welcome back to the channel. So today I'm going to be doing a first impressions review of the new medieval combat game Mordhau. For those of you who have played or know of the game Chivalry, this game is very similar but it comes with a few nice refinements that makes the game feel really solid. I actually wanted to get this video out sooner but interestingly enough I felt like I needed more time to really get my head around the combat and I think that already tells you something about the game. The combat has some intricacies to it that you really need to grasp before you can really kill, well, anything, at, at least reliably. So let's just jump right into the gameplay. Mordhau currently has three game modes, at least in the general matchmaking, but we'll get back to that in a minute. Horde, which is a co-op PvE survival mode against waves of AI. Battle Royale, which is exactly what it sounds like. And Frontline, which is kind of the main attraction for Mordhau. Frontline is a 32 versus 32 PvP mode with varying objectives and reinforcement tokens. A team wins when either they complete all the objectives or they deplete the enemy's reinforcement. The combat is incredibly well refined considering it came from such a small development team. When a weapon looks like it should hit, it hits. And it hits in the exact place it looks like it should hit. If you stab someone in the neck, they take damage to the neck. If you cut their leg, their leg gets slashed. It's worth noting though that you can't chop someone's leg off to make them limp or something. That would be cool, but it's not a feature in the game. But hey, it's not supposed to be a simulator. The other cool thing about the weapon physics is the fact that they can actually clash, which is very satisfying. If you and your opponent both make a right side swing, your weapons will clash. Likewise, with a stab, your swords can clash. You can also block attacks with your weapon or shield, and the timing of it feels really great. You can actually survive a surprising amount of enemies if you time your blocks and parries correctly. But to counter that, there are a bunch of feints and fake-out maneuvers your enemy can make to throw your timing off. For example, you can make it look like you're going to go for a slash and then morph it into a stab, possibly causing them to parry at the wrong time. Another great feature is the character customization. Not only can you create a character that looks the way you want, but you can also give them any combination of weapons, armor, and perks, as long as it fits within the points allowed. You can have light, medium, heavy, I must say that in, in his own country, in Mexico, uh, this... Uh, is, well, he is, he is the king of the country down there. Hello. Holy shit, hold on. <laughs> I think I pissed off some, uh, pedestrians. <clears throat> I'm, uh, welcome back to the Apostoly Podcast, episode 60. Um... I'm here at the local Home Depot, which reminded me, I, I do want to start a series where I go up to uh, some of these, uh, these uh, you know, uh, workers at Home Depot and uh, and ask them if uh, they would do a podcast with me you know, or just an interview, but I'll make it into, like, a podcast, right, and, uh, you know, the only thing is that, uh, hold on, I'm just joining the roadway here, the only thing is that, and I hope this is recording correctly, because I've had some issues with my, uh, aux on my phone, so the the audio 
but yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't made a, po- I haven't done a podcast in a while, and uh, I've been kind of sick these last couple of days, just feeling energy drain. I had some um, plans for the weekend that kind of fell through, uh, which uh, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying. Oh, there's a oh fuck. You fucking retard. Wow. There's a guy, an older gentleman, backing out of his driveway here on one of the main streets. And he backed in. So he went to the middle lane, right? So he can um, eventually go, you know, forward. But he went too far back. And the fucking Hummer coming the other way, right? Had to swerve out of the way. And uh, luckily... Uh, nothing came from it, but behind him there was a big truck, you know, and I thought there was going to be an accident, uh, because you know how trucks kind of take a minute to uh, slow down, but the guy quickly, like, went forward, and, uh, but it was a little bit too late, like, the other guy had to swerve, and uh, that was kind of crazy, and and that's kind of the reason why I wasn't uh, being attentive to this and uh, just so you guys know, so the beginning part of my podcast, I usually am part, and I don't start actually just doing anything until um, I'm pretty much in that driving zone, you know, in that mode of driving where you're kind of zoning out. Um, so once I get to that point where, you know, and then I just talk, you know, so that's kind of the idea of these uh, OMW podcasts on my way. And uh, this is the 60th episode of the Apostoli Podcast. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been okay. It's been good. I, I've been getting new viewers. It seems like it's growing exponentially, which is good. A lot of new viewership from France, uh, strangely enough. And uh, I'm not sure what, uh, why... How come? I, I wonder. Imagine if uh, so. Mexican Andy, part of the CX Network. He 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 was in France lately. Uh, he, well, he he did like the protests. He did all these things up there. Um, but um, yeah. So maybe he was listening to my podcast while he was there, like on his downtime. Imagine. Uh, shout out to Mexican Andy. Uh, I hope he continues streaming. You know, it's kind of been a disappointment. Like, he hasn't really had much, uh, a lot of good content. I'll be honest. Like during his uh, his trip to France, you know, it was a lot of walking around, a lot of sightseeing. Uh, he was basically recording a home video uh, for a move, like uh, you know, a home a home video for for uh, a family, right? So wasn't wasn't his best work you know kind of wish he did uh some print you know so i i haven't watched his uh i wasn't i didn't realize he was live streaming when the riots were going on in france and uh you know i haven't gone back and listened to it but you know i i uh that sounds pretty cool but other than that you know it wasn't anything worthwhile it was cool like seeing the uh the uh, leaning, well, the uh, Eiffel Tower, I, like I've seen it in that view before, but kind of forget like how huge it is, and, and it's uh, kind of breathtaking. It's kind of cool seeing his perspective while he was uh, streaming out there. 
But it wasn't a lo- anything like there wasn't trolls. Well, I didn't notice any trolls. Like, you know, people don't donate anymore, or not to him. You know, I, I see like, but I sometimes I wonder if there's uh, like bots doing fake uh, donos, and that would be, make sense because uh, if you have a producer, you know, in, in the back, and, and you have uh, a personality like Ice Poseidon, I, I could see them like throwing uh, bonos as part of the show, a scripted show that they're trying to uh, portray as a live, you know, and, and not saying that each one's like that, but, you know, who's to say that they don't do that sometimes? And, you know, when you start donating to live streamers, it kind of creates a chain reaction. Other people want to donate, and, uh, you know, I, I think that would be a motive for a, a bot, you know. I don't know, I don't think, uh, there probably is a way to have, like, Streamlabs, uh, push donations even though they're not coming from you know like someone like Ice Poseidon with his uh, n- n- nefarious I forgot his, uh, the uh, hacker's um, name that uh, he's close to but you know they have a network and there's a lot of close friends there and, and I could see one of them creating something like that for them to use because uh, as of right now I don't I haven't looked into it but I don't think there's a way for for, for uh, someone to push their own uh, uh, donations, you know, but another way they could do that is just put money into someone's account and just uh, have someone donate, you know, on behalf on behalf of uh, the production team, and you know, because when you do- donate through Streamlabs, you know, you have an account, you know, but no one sees that besides the account, you know, the uh, unless the Streamlabs account owner post uh, and they and they can't do anything with like public donor dono info, but you know for the most part you can't really see if someone's donated or or the history unless the uh, owner adds it. And uh, when when that happens, it's only the name that you choose when you give the donation that shows up. So if you say like stinky hairy balls. in the donation field. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I feel bad. I just thought of something. You know, you can put anything you want, and that's what everyone's going to see. That's the name that's going to come up on the live streamer's uh, feed when it comes up. And, you know, there's an art to trolling and, and to supporting your uh, favorite content creators when they're doing a live stream. There's an art to it. And, uh, you know, I, sometimes I do a lot of cringy ones, sometimes I do a lot of great ones, but it's always fun as part of the, uh, as part of the viewer to be part of the, uh, content experience. And as I see, uh, a lady walking home, uh, from what I presume is, uh, Walgreens, she almost got hit by a car turning right, a little red, um, uh, Chevy, I don't know exactly what it is, but... Um, that was a close one. It's that time, you know, when everyone's getting off work, everyone's in a bad mood, uh, everyone, you know, wants to get, you know, everyone's in that road rage mentality, they want to get home sooner than everyone else. I, uh, I don't know, I've been really stressed out lately and, and very, um, bipolar, I guess, very up, up moods, very down moods, and I haven't really wanted to create you know but one point one one highlight you know of my uh 
of my weekend, or, you know, just my week last week, was uh, the EBZ Boogergate, you know, fiasco. And I, I did a couple videos. I hope I don't get sued by EBZ because he's been saying that he's going to uh, sue people for slander, which is kind of ridiculous, you know, because you're putting yourself out on the Internet. Um, I don't know if it's edited or not. It doesn't look edited. Like, after I manipulated it, played around with it, and, and tried to figure out exactly what the fuck happened there, I, I don't think it was manipulated, but, um, you know, everyone has their opinions. I just don't see why he can't admit that he fucked up, you know, like, uh, if it was fake, you know, maybe it wasn't content that he wanted people to see, you know, but that doesn't necessarily make it fake. You know, that's the same thing that Donald Trump's doing with fake news. Just because he does, disagrees with it, doesn't mean it's not true. And you see, um... Yeah, so I don't know, he's saying that he's gonna pay 10 racks to a lawyer to sue. And I think that money can be well spent <clears throat> a lot of other areas in his life. Or reinvested into his career. Uh, I don't know how, you know, now he's not part of the uh, Ice Poseidon CX network now that everyone's kind of freelancing and doing their own thing. This is the time to invest. If I was him, I would put 10 racks on a marketing agency and make him do some work, you know. Embrace the fact that this happened and, uh, you know, if, if he would have had a different response, he could have had a multitude of content creators uh, making a bunch of memes out of this and ultimately boosting his his uh, ad revenue you know that's how that's how people you know blow up you're not necessarily um, doing the work yourself marketing yourself but other people are marketing for you because you're doing content that's so good other content creators find it no, no noteworthy to include it in their content and you know that I think that might have be the explanation to my recent boost in uh, subscribers on YouTube uh, because when I posted that EBZ video, what happened was the next day when the next time he streamed, which was uh, multiple days later, right? He was uh, he was just banning everyone at first. He wasn't saying anything for the first five minutes or something, and then. Um, Unless someone donated, he would say something, you know, so I noticed this and I started like trolling, you know, like uh, saying like love, like pretty much giving him some love, you know, showing him some love, but the media that I was showing him kind of contradicted, you know, the message, so there was kind of some cognitive dissonance that was going on there, for, and I don't know if he, he was uh, acting a fool or, you know, I, I don't know what his mentality was if he if he took the bait, uh, but you know it, it turned for it made for some good content. I probably spent a lot more this weekend. But like I said, I was in a very bad mood and, and I was made a lot of stupid decisions, um, and I kind of regret. Like I feel so toxic now looking back and creating that you know content with uh, EBZ in in mind, and you know it wasn't it wasn't out of hate at all, you know, it was more of, uh, you know, loving EBZ and his content, and, uh, you know, and I wish he would have reacted a totally different way, but, you know, I, I, I did see a highlight that he recently is going to start a competition where he does a meme competition where there's no slander, according to him, 
So something that doesn't offend him, I guess, you know, is what he would be uh, uh, calling uh, slander. So you can make any memes, except memes that are um, slandering him. Post on his Discord, and after they hit the donation uh, requirement, um, anything after that, the winner's gonna win. So if they, like, let's say it's a hundred bucks, he gets the hundred bucks donations. Anything after that is gonna be for the content creator, though the meme creator's pocket. But it can be slander according to EBZ. So it's gonna have to be funny, and it's gonna have to be sucking up to EBZ, like sucking his balls. I don't know if I'm gonna compete. I don't really have uh, time for that. But we'll see if, some, if something inspires me. You know, that's that's when I create. When something in, ex, inspires me, I, I really hate. I don't get much done when I have an idea in mind, and, and I think that's why I haven't uh, done anything lately, because uh, a lo lot of stuff that I have uh, planned to do, it takes, uh, it's, uh, it's not raw, so, that's the way I can put it, but yeah, so I'm, ju I'm just uh, on my way to my mom's, I need to visit her, I haven't seen her in a while. Um, I even missed out on, on going to our family's, uh, like, uh, Mother's Day party, and I, you know, it was just a lot of bad, I, I was, it was a bad weekend for me, I did a lot of stupid decisions for some reason, I wasn't, like, I was sober, I wasn't drinking or anything, I just, uh, I don't know, I guess I wasn't thinking straight, or, uh, you know, honestly, what it probably was, was a lack of sleep, because I've been uh, very sleep-deprived lately, just haven't been able to fall asleep, um, haven't been able to stay asleep, been averaging like two or three hours, and, uh, you know, it is what it is, you know, I might get fired here, here pretty soon from my, my work. You know, I can't really um, expect them to keep me on when I've been so inconsistent. It goes both ways. And I think when I have my next uh, talk here with my uh, manager, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him know, you know, basically how I feel. Because, you know, I can't basically... It doesn't feel like, uh, uh, you know, everyone has a job, everyone has a career, right? Um, at first it felt like kind of like a career. And... Um, now it just feels like a job, you know, I, I don't want to be part of it, I, I don't take any joy in it, I, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm doing, my job's being, uh, I, I'm doing a less of a, uh, I'm not doing as good as of a job either because I'm so stressed and uh, I've just been overloaded loaded with work, you know, I, it's, it's very seldom where I have any time whatsoever, uh, of my own, like, uh, while I'm there, mostly it's all, it's all going to be, um, working, you know, for the most part, you know, I do try to, like, take time to work on, on, uh, well, do some of my, like, to do, but very little, you know, for the most part, and it's not even like I do it on purpose, it's just I have that much work to do. And um, I forget to do a lot of things. If I have something important, you know, I try to take some time to get it done. Like, uh, if I have to uh, write to my lawyer or do some shit, you know, I, I try, you know, I try to sneak it in. But for the most part, I can't. 
and that's what bothers me because it seems like I'm the only one like that, you know. And and there's this stupid system that they have that doesn't make sense. It's not a, a standard ITIL system. But anyways, Mordow, that was the intro of the video. Uh, I'll sh shout out the channel here later on the comments. I f don't know who his name is, but he did a uh, first impressions. That was the beginning of his first impressions. Uh, Mardau review. I don't even know how to say it. It's such a bad name. It kind of reminds me of Opochli because uh, it's it's unique. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna do well in, in the SEO factor. You know, in, in the Google search fields and whatnot. But uh, apart from that, it's not very marketable. You know, and and you know, I, I'm okay with that. You know, for me, it's the meaning that's behind it that's more important. But I could see how. Uh, Mordow might not be doing very well because of the um, because of the name. Just it's not very easy to pronounce. It's not very easy, you know. And it's a kind of a niche game, but it's really fun. There's a battle royale. I, I know how much uh, uh, royale battle royale games are overplayed these days. You know, there's so many of them. But you know, the frontline uh, feature where it's like 32 versus 32 that one's really fun i have a server it's called mexico world order server but not a lot of people play it uh no one actually joins it i don't know if it's part of the search when people do matchmaker uh but i wanted to grow a community so i'm going to test this out one month I, I really can't afford to do any more than that if it does get some some traffic going if i do start building then then i'll uh, i'll find a way to invest in that for uh for purchasing more slots and uh and for more more months but for now we'll see how it goes there is a discord for for uh mwo and there is a website there's a forum I, I, it's not all the way ready yet but it's you know it's coming very soon as, as time permits uh, but yeah just a heads up episode 60 60 is very important number you know 60 minutes 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, you know, but yeah, life goes on, I, you know, thanks for watching, uh, catch, catch my, uh, subscribe, share, catch my YouTube channel, and, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I have some content planned here shortly, so, uh, more uh, gameplay from yours truly, some, uh, uh, flashback vids it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good YouTube video I believe it's gonna hit some nostalgia for me personally I think others as well and uh, I kind of just want to branch out more from this podcast as well so this that's part of it but thanks for listening you guys have a great day